Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and I am so excited that you are tuned into the very first To Be Heard Tuesday for the month of December. I cannot believe that we are already at the end of this year, y'all. I truly cannot believe it. Time is flying by, but y'all know that after this month, we have three more months left of this season, which is crazy because I feel like I just started this season, but I really want to encourage y'all to just keep tuning in. There is so much in store for the podcast, especially, I mean, when December comes around, I don't know if you're like this, but when it's the last month of the year, it is go time for me. Like my brain is already into the new year, uh, thinking of things I want to do, things I want to get done, which is kind of, I mean, my own self-reflection, I found that I have a really hard time celebrating myself. So of course, I try to use the month of December to think about um, all that's happened this year and just take time to celebrate and reflect. But for the most part, y'all, it is the last month of the year. Like my brain is in... December 2022 like I'm ready to go and uh, with that being said I have so much in store for both the podcast and uh, my website at ayanasimone.com there's a lot of new content that's coming again that's ayanasimone.com so I encourage y'all sign up to become a member so you can be a part of the family all of what's to come for the website I'm super excited for it all but I'm especially glad that you're tuned into today's To Be Hurt Tuesday, marking the very first episode of this new month. Um, if you could remember from last week's episode, if you didn't tune in, I'll just fill you in real fast. Uh, we kind of talked about something that at my core, I am super passionate about. I think if you uh, peel back the layers of every To Be Hurt Tuesday I recorded of this new season so far, um, I kind of honed in on a point that I think is super important in last week's episode, and that was recognizing that God made us to be human beings. It sounds so simple, but I really do believe it needs to be heard because if you're anything like me, I spent a majority of my faith journey thinking that God was only pleased with me if I behaved and acted like a robot where I didn't have any true feelings or any true emotions or thoughts. And I was just walking around quoting scripture, not allowing myself to feel anything because I thought to feel was to be in sin and to be in my sinful nature, which that is a crazy misconception of the gospel of God like that's just completely wrong and if you feel that and believe that in any way give last week's episode a listen because I'm dismantling that lie totally and completely for you and I both Uh, we talked a lot about that in last week's episode just understanding no God made us to be human beings meaning we have thoughts we have emotions we do think we do feel And it's okay because God made us to be human. And the beautiful thing about the gospel is that God, he's, it's not like he can, uh, he can't relate to our humanness, but he himself actually put on flesh and became a human being. We'll find in scripture, specifically the first chapter of John, uh, we'll find that it describes Jesus as the word wrapped in flesh or God in flesh, meaning that the one who created the world, the one who spoke light into being, who made every single person on the planet, like I can't even, it's so frustrating for me because I try to describe God often and I'm like, it's just so amazing. I don't know what to, how to describe 
describe him, but that God, he put on flesh and he became a human being. And when he became a human being, the word says that he didn't, he was not exempt from any human experience. So he felt pain that we feel. He knows what it's like to be heartbroken. Jesus knows what it's like to be in anguish. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is when it captures Jesus being in anguish in the garden of Gethsemane. That is like the passage for me because I feel like Jesus relates to me most in that, or maybe I should say I relate to Jesus in that way where he just knows what it's like to be in anguish and he knows what it's like to be betrayed and to be, um, you know, unjustly accused. Like think of any human experience that anyone could ever walk through. Jesus walked through it all. And that is the beauty of the gospel that when we pray to God saying, Hey Lord, I feel this way, or I'm going through this. Jesus, he doesn't sit back on his throne. Like I have not a clue what you're talking about. Like, can't relate. My life is perfect. No, no, what it's like. Jesus is like, no, I know what it's like to be betrayed. I know what it's like to be talked about. I know what it's like to hurt and be heartbroken and be in anguish. And he knows what it's like to rejoice and celebrate. We find in John 2, Jesus was at a wedding. You really think Jesus was sitting back at, at the wedding being, you know, like standoffish? No, if Jesus is at a wedding, he knows what it's like to celebrate and to cheer and rejoice like every human experience Jesus walked through. And that is the beauty of the gospel. And that's why I really do. Um, I, that's why I feel like I'm so passionate about letting y'all know and reminding us all that we're human beings because, you know, it's really difficult, especially as a believer to think, you know, that God just wants you to be this emotionless creature, like this, um, this thoughtless being <laughs> like this robot or some instrument, a zombie is how I described it in last week's episode. Like it's so hard for a believer to live a healthy life. If that's the mindset that we have. Like God is only interested in us if we have perfect, happy, go lucky feelings all the time. That is everything that goes against the gospel. And Jesus knows what it's like to mourn, to grieve. He he has felt every human feeling ever. And uh, that's why, you know, the, the story of Jesus is so important. And as we enter the, the Christmas season, like, can we just take time to reflect? Like Jesus, he came just came into the world just as we came into the world through, you know, his mother, Mary. Like he came as a baby and we kind of of talked about this already on the podcast but being that he was a human he also had a crazy family every family on earth is not perfect there's no perfect family on earth and so Jesus himself was born into a crazy family in a crazy situation like anything that you can think of Jesus walked through and so um, we didn't talk all about that in last week's episode but that was one of the key points I made that God made us to be human beings and I just want to pick up um, that conversation with today's episode moving forward because the title of today's To Be Heard Tuesday is A Healthy Heart. And it's one thing to acknowledge that we're human beings, but it's a whole other thing to think about whether or not we're healthy human beings, because that's important as we've been on this freedom journey so far, this third season of the podcast, like, you know, being free in God, part of that is being a healthy person, like a healthy individual. And I'm very excited to talk about that today um, because there's so much that ties into, um, you know, your, your healthiness, the healthiness of your heart, which 
we talked a lot about, um, you know, being free and being healthy for the most part so far in the podcast, like, you know, talking about the importance of identifying your childhood wounds, your family upbringing, your background, um, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing why you feel what you feel. We talked about it all and that plays such a significant part in your freedom journey and it plays a huge part in being a healthy individual. I mean, I think that goes hand in hand. But with today's episode, I want to talk about something else that um, is really important for your freedom journey and really important um, when it comes to the healthiness of your heart, which um, if you took me back or if I could take you back to m- what my summer looked like early June of this year, and I've expressed before, it was really uh, this past summer, this year in 2021. Again, it's December, so I'm reflecting a lot and everything, but um, y'all know so far, I talked about this before on the podcast where it was really the summer of this year where God was so gracious and so faithful um, to show me the many areas of my life where I needed freedom and um, so he called out things like childhood wounds and trauma and all of that and so he called out something else in my heart that I'm going to talk about on today's To Be Heard Tuesday. I'm really excited for because this topic helped me greatly and it really did kick off my summer like I always referred back to the verse that I'm going to talk about today but um, again you know on top of childhood wounds and trauma and all of that this thing that God pointed out in my heart really did uh, set me free from so much and really uh, honestly kind of highlighted a lot of the unhealthiness that was going on in my heart. And so uh, what I'm going to say here, I am talking from personal experience and I make note of that because if you're tuned in today and you're like, I can't really relate to this. I'm just speaking from personal experience. Okay. I'm very, I try to be as open as I can about my struggles and my unhealthiness and all of that, because um, how else can I talk about being free in God if I'm not open and honest with you about some of the areas that I struggle. And so uh, this conversation I had with God this past summer, God began to call something out in me that I at first thought was seemingly unrelated to um, freedom in Christ. I thought it had nothing to do with my freedom journey, nothing to do with being a healthy individual. I thought that this topic was way too spiritual and way too, um, you know, not something that I would ever be able to relate to or understand for me to talk about my humanness, but turns out it has everything to do with it. And um, what I'm talking about today, I'll just go ahead and tell you, but we are going to talk about idolatry on today's To Be Heard Tuesday, having an idol, or in other words, uh, worshiping something other than God himself, idolatry. That's what I want to talk about today, because if you want the truth, again, I thought that this topic of idolatry was not at all related to my freedom journey or being healthy in Christ. But when God called out a specific idol in my life and seeing the result of removing that idol from my life, I truly started to become a healthy individual with a healthy heart. So I'm really excited to talk about this today. Turn your volume up. I know I mean, I warned y'all, we talked about more of the more practical things early on in the podcast, like identifying your childhood wounds and whatnot. But the spiritual aspect to this is also super important when we can't have a complete freedom journey. If we don't talk about things like this, things like idolatry, because I know what some of you are thinking. You're like, Yana, this is your story, okay? You are a woman of faith. Like, you you talk about your faith often. Your faith is super important to you. But I don't have faith, or in other words, I don't worship a God. Like, I'm an atheist, or um, you may consider yourself to be agnostic or fill in the blank. You don't really, um, you know, you don't really have any uh, figure in your life that you say you would worship. But something I want to let y'all know today, and something that needs to be heard, 
but everyone worships something. Yes, I'm talking to even atheists who claim that they don't, you know, they don't have a God. Hear me when I say everyone worships something. Again, an idol is worshiping anything other than God. And so if you don't worship God, I'm here to tell you, you worship something. And if I can give a couple of examples, hear me, I'm going to talk about my own, uh, talk about an idol that God pointed out in my heart and how it ties into the healthiness of our hearts. But just as a couple of examples, because people think, you know, when you say worship, you automatically think, oh, you worship God or you worship nothing. Like we all worship something. If you don't worship God, you worship something. Uh, And again, you fill in the blank. This is all self-reflection that we're doing here on the podcast. But um, some people have found that they have made an idol out of money. Uh, They take orders from money like money ultimately controls them Um, if they want to do something if money says no I want you to do this they go ahead and do that like money is the the god of their life like they take their orders from money they worship money they love money more than anything else money is their number one priority in other words they've made money into an idol Or uh, just as for some other examples, you can make sex into an idol where you take orders from sex. And if you want to do something, if sex says, no, I want you to do this, then you follow what sex says. You can turn anything into an idol. I can go down the list here. Um, You can make drugs into an idol. You can make people into an idol, which I'm about to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, You can make yourself an idol. If you're your own God, you, you, you don't listen to anyone else. You don't take orders from anyone else. It's just you, whatever you want to do, whatever you feel like doing, whatever, whatever you want to do, you are the God of your life, which we are going to talk a little bit about later on on the podcast, but I'm just trying to pull out a couple of examples here like status like popularity all of those things can be considered idols you can make an idol out of anything or in other words everyone worships something if you don't worship god i i promise you you worship something again an idol is something that you worship that's other than god so it's not you know you worship god but you you worship an idol i promise you everyone worships something and so you fill in the blank there's a couple of examples there it doesn't have to be those just in those realms of you know the examples I gave you but you fill in the blank is it money is it people is it status is it popularity you fill in the blank but I'm gonna go right ahead and just put myself on blast because this is what God pointed out in me this past summer something that I had to deal with something that that had nothing to do with uh, my freedom nothing to do with my healthiness but God called out in me that I've made an idol out of people where people pleasing was my number one priority, like above God. Now I'm a believer and y'all know, I talk about Jesus all the time. Like he is my, he's my Lord, my savior. But in these little subtle ways that by God's grace, he began to show me in these little ways, I put people's opinions and people's thoughts and people's approval, approvals over God's opinion about me and God's word and God's truth about myself. I put people over God. And in other words, I made an idol out of people. And in that, when God called it out in me and he showed me, I have put people on this platform where it's like, if everyone is pleased with me, I'm okay. And I'm, I'm a happy person. 
But the minute like there's some tension or some conflict or just like a misunderstanding, the minute I sense that my entire day is ruined, my mood is off, my emotions are everywhere. And in a lot of ways, I don't know how 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 many details I can give because I could spend a couple hours talking about the many ways where I put people above God in these certain situations and how I would value and worship people above worshiping God. But it was in my analysis of, yeah, I really did put people above God. It's when I began to realize that may be why you're so anxious all the time. Because can I tell you something about people, y'all? People change like the doggone weather. Like you cannot rely on anyone. And I'm not talking about like people out there. I'm talking about me even. (laughs) Like I change all the time. I have a different opinion. Um, You know, some days I feel this way. Others I feel that way. Like I also change all the time. But and so in that and recognizing that, seeing that I made people um, an idol in my life, I had, I, it, it was in that where I diagnosed like the root of, of some of my anxiety where, you know, I would value people's opinions so much that I would put it over God's opinion about myself. It's because I put that at the, the highest pedestal and their opinions change all the time. Their approvals change all the time. Their moods change all the time. I would be super anxious because that was not a firm foundation. And I was putting more value towards something that's that's ever changing versus God who never changed. Hebrews 13, 8 makes it very clear. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, yeah, like for the, the most part, if I gave a summary of my life or, you know, a quick analysis of my heart back in the summer of 2021, I'm like, yeah, God's, you know, Jesus is my Lord. God, Jesus is King. Like I understood the how to say it and how to word it and how to to proclaim it but if I looked inside my heart and again God was gracious enough to do this with me where he just began to show me like you really have made an idol out of out of people and pleasing people became number one priority for me and in that you guys again I got a little specific where I talked about the root of my anxiety how I was super anxious because of that but ultimately, if I could just give a general um, synopsis like of what my heart looked like because of the idol in my heart, my heart was just genuinely unhealthy because of the idol, because I worship something other than God and God alone. I became a very unhealthy person. So out of my worship of people, I was super anxious and I was super depressed because some days people would like me, other days they would hate me. I don't know if hate, you know, is the word, but just to say, you know, people's opinions change and their moods change and their feelings towards you change. And because it was ever changing and because I made a God out of people, there are some days like if I felt like someone didn't like me, then in my heart, in my head, I'd be thinking, well, my God doesn't like me because I made a God out of people. But when the truth is, if I made the Lord my God and God alone, then I didn't have to worry about who does or doesn't like me because my God loves me. And when he's my God and when he's the one I take orders from and when he's the one who leads me, that's healthiness. And that's what I want to talk about on today's To Be Heard Tuesday, taking a look at who you worship because who you worship or what you worship determines the healthiness of your heart. And so if money is your God, if that's the person that you or if that's the thing that you worship, you're going to have a very unhealthy heart. If people is your God, you're going to have a very unhealthy lifestyle. If sex or drugs or status or popularity or possession, whatever it is, title, you fill in the blank. 
whatever or whoever you worship determines the healthiness of your heart. And I just want to give you the answer right up front. If you worship God and God alone, you will be the healthiest you've ever been. I I promise you that. Now, this is something I'm super passionate about because of the way this set me free this past summer. The minute I begin to identify I have an idol and I've been worshiping something other than God. I was set free from so much. Please like turn your volume up. I, I can't make this up, but I'm so passionate about this because I will never forget the way in the gentle, kind way that God did it. He just showed me the minute you, you get rid of your idol, the minute you put uh, people off of uh, this pedestal in your heart and you, you take people off the throne of your heart and you allow me to take the first plate, you allow me to sit in the driver's seat of your heart. The minute I did that, I literally felt my heart change in my chest. Like my heart began to soften when I decided I'm going to remove the idol of people and the other idols that God has shown me throughout this past summer. I'm going to remove my idols and I'm going to focus my entire worship and give all of my love and my full heart to God and God himself. And that's when healthiness began to kick in. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to say it again. If God is the one that you worship, if Jesus is your God and he's God alone in your life, if he's your Lord, you will be the healthiest you've ever been. Because any other thing, any other person, anything other than God makes a terrible God. Like people make awful gods. People don't know what the heck they're doing. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. People make terrible gods. Money makes a terrible God. Money might be able to bail you out a couple times, but when trouble comes, money will not be able to save you. And if that's your God, I'm telling you, you're going to drive yourself nuts because your money, your God will not protect you. It will not sustain you. It will not keep you. It will not protect you from hurt, harm, danger. Like money makes a terrible God. Sex makes a terrible God. Drugs make a terrible God. Status, fame, popularity, titles, they all make terrible gods. When trouble comes, they're not going to know what to do. You can't hide behind a title when trouble comes. Y'all see some of the things celebrities go through, like just because you're big, bad and famous like that won't protect you from trouble but here's the thing when you make the lord your god he can protect you and he can save you and he could be your refuge he can be your shield the scriptures are littered with the things i'm saying right now i'm not lying to y'all if the lord is your god he's the one who can lead you in the valley of the shadow of death he is the only one who can. And a lot of this I'm honestly pulling from John 10 when Jesus, he refers to himself as the good shepherd where he says, I lay down my life for you. And he's referring to what he did for us on the cross. He laid down his life for us. So when trouble comes, you don't think he's going to protect you. Like he already gave you his life. He already gave you his full heart. Of course, when trouble comes, he's going to protect you. He'll be the one to lead you and instruct you and guide you and teach you. I'm in a season where I'm literally just asking God, like, show me how you did it, Lord. Show me like when trouble came, when people start talking, God, when you were just in a, a situation show me how to not get bitter show me how to show me how you did it like I'm just in a season where I really want God to be my teacher like if but you know above anything else God I want to view you as teacher I viewed you as healer now I'm ready to view you view you as teacher like I want you to teach me these things that I I'm not good at yet and that's what he wants to do for you like he wants to teach you he wants to guide you he wants to protect you because then in John 10 and you can read this for yourself he talks about a hired hand he says you know if there's anyone else besides me who is 
the good shepherd if a hired hand is watching out for you. And that could be money, that could be drugs, that could be anything other than God, an idol. If the hired hand is protecting you, the minute they see the wolf coming, it's going to run and you're going to, they're going to leave you high, dry, hanging. Like you're not going to have any hope and the wolf will devour you and you, and you will hurt yourself. Like you'll seriously hurt yourself if the Lord is not your God. But if Jesus is your God, again, you'll be the healthiest you've ever been because your God loves you. The God, the one who made the world, the, the one who created the heavens and the earth, he loves you. Everything else doesn't love you. Like I've got great people in my life, but I can't depend on them to to love me and like expect them to never betray me or never hurt me or never let me down. No, people are going to let me down and that's why they can't be my God. But if the Lord is my God, he'll never let me down. Do you see the connection there? Like if God is if if God is your God, if Jesus is your God, you'll be healthy because he is stable, he is sure, he is not moody, he doesn't change, he doesn't switch up on you and a lot of your healthiness is is based off of stability and if your god is money drugs people like none of those things are stable but god is stable and he never changes and most importantly he loves you like crazy and so if the lord loves you then you can be healthy because your god actually loves you and he's not going to leave you um hurting he's not going to leave you abandoned he's not going to leave you bound he's actually kind enough and loving enough to set you free and so and that's the the heart of what I'm talking about today, like removing your idols so that you can have a healthy heart and you can be a healthy individual. And this is just a component of that. Hear me when I say, I mean, I have the other episodes up for a reason. Childhood trauma, that's important to take a look at and to heal from that and all your childhood wounds and to take a look at your family upbringing and to find out who you are, to, um, you know, to, to see why you feel the way that you feel, to understand who God is, like all of that's so important. And this is just another component to having a healthy heart. And that's why I'm excited to talk about that today. Um, But all of this, you guys, honestly, when God called out the idol in me this past summer, he did it by leading me to a scripture in Ezekiel that has been a staple for me since June of this year. I fall back on this verse many times. Anytime I feel anxious or if I kind of feel like, you know, like I'm slipping back into some old ways and some old habits, I honestly have to take a look at my heart. And who is the God of my heart? Like, this is such a a significant uh, component when it comes to being healthy. And so the Lord showed me this verse, uh, two verses, actually, in Ezekiel 11. Uh, Two verses, again, I fall back on this verse. I study this verse and remind myself of this verse. Anytime I feel like I'm kind of going backwards or, you know, if I feel anxious, it's always important for me to take a look at, okay, Who is the God of my heart? And so this is Ezekiel 11. I'm first going to read verse 19 and then I'll backtrack to verse 18. But verse 19 says, um, of course, this is the Lord speaking to his people um, in Israel. Y'all know from last week that the Israelites were God's chosen people, God's children. Um, And so this is the Lord speaking to them in verse 19. He says, and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart. And just the description of the heart alone that we find in verse 19, wouldn't y'all agree that that is a healthy heart? Like, did you hear the description of the kind of heart God would give them? He said he's going to take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart, which we kind of talked about that in last week's To Be Hurt Tuesday, how it's healthy to be a human being. And it's, in other words, it's healthy to feel. It's healthy for your heart to 
respond. It's healthy to be tender hearted where if something happens that is actually an injustice, it's healthy to be heartbroken about it. It's healthy to be angry about it. Again, we are not a bunch of robots. God never intended us to be a couple of machines walking around like with no feeling, no thought, no emotion. No, when it says a tender, responsive heart, that shows me that God wants us to have a healthy heart. He wants our hearts to be responsive. He wants us to be tender to the things that are going on around us. Like he wants us to feel that is a part of being a healthy individual to feel. And God says that he He wants to take away their stony and stubborn heart. And he wants to take away our stony and stubborn heart, which a stony, stubborn heart kind of sounds like a machine. Like there's no a flow of emotion. You're numb. You're cold hearted. Like, no, he wants to give us a tender, responsive heart. And he even goes further to say singleness of heart, which is so has been so important to me because, you know, I look at my life and I think about, you know, how I've made an idol out of people. When I make an idol out of people I am not single-hearted because I gave my heart to so many people and gave them authority to to rule over my heart in in these different ways to the point where I have to change myself in order to please all the kinds of people around me so sometimes I'm this person and the next time I'm that person all to, to please whoever's around me that day or that moment that time That is not God's heart for me, and it's not God's heart for you. Again, he wants to give us singleness of heart where we are one person all the time. That's another component of a healthy heart where you are single-hearted. You're one person all the time. You don't change. You're not a 16th of one person, and then you put a mask on and become a different person. No, you have singleness of heart, and in that heart, you feel you're tender, you're responsive. That is God's design, and he wants to give that to us. That's what he said in his word. He wants to give us uh, a singleness of heart, a tender, responsive heart, and taking away our stony, stubborn hearts. But in order to do that, in order to have this kind of a healthy heart, we have to take a look at the verse before verse 19. This is verse 18 that means everything to me, and this meant the world to me this past summer and really helped me deal with a lot of the unhealthiness I found in my heart. This is Ezekiel 11 verse 18, right before the verse we just read. But Ezekiel 11 verse 18, still the Lord speaking, right before verse 19, he says, When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of the vow images and detestable idols. So it's important to note here in verse 18, making note of the fact that it precedes verse 19. In order to have a healthy heart, singleness of heart, a tender, responsive heart, in order to have that, we must remove our idols. That is the only way that we can have a healthy heart in the context of Ezekiel 11. The Lord says, yeah, I want to take away your stony, stubborn heart and give you singleness of heart, a new spirit in you, which he's essentially talking about his spirit. And he goes further to say, you know, a tender, responsive heart. But in order to do that, the people have to remove their idols because we can't be single hearted and we can't have a tender, responsive heart. if we have all these idols because every idol we talked about this already in today's To Be Hurt Tuesday, every other idol, like anything we worship that is not God cannot produce singleness of heart and cannot produce a tender, responsive, healthy heart in us. Only the Lord can do that. Only the one who made us can do that. So it is important to take a look at what you're worshiping other than the Lord. Because if it's not the Lord, you're not going to be healthy. 
that's something I had to face this past summer. Like all of the idols I had, anything I put above the Lord, it was actually costing my healthiness. It was costing my sanity. It was costing me a free, peaceful, healthy life because the idols that I had in my life, they can't protect me. They can't love me. They can't save me. They certainly wouldn't die for me. Money didn't die for me, nor did people come on somebody like no person would die for me. Only the Lord would do that readily do that willingly doing that he didn't have to die but he chose to and it's when I acknowledge the fact that the Lord is the only one who truly loves me so much so that he gave his life for me and then rose again so I can also have new life in him no other God can do that and so with that being said it was important for me this past summer to remove any idol and not just the idol but every trace of that idol every trace that the idol left behind any sign of it in my heart I had to remove it. And I love how he said the people will remove it. Not God. He won't remove your idols for you. That's something we have to do. This is a step that we can take towards a healthy heart. We remove our idols and we put God back in his place, back in the number one spot in our heart. Not just, you know, the main thing in our heart. I heard someone say one time, he's not just, he or shouldn't be just the main thing in our heart, but the only thing in our heart because it's when we seek him, he will give us everything else. That's pulling from Matthew 6. Um, when Jesus talks about, you know, even if you study that text as a whole in Matthew 6, Jesus himself said, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve me and you can't serve money because then you're going to obey one and then you're going to ignore the other. You're going to serve one and ignore the other is what he says. And then he goes on to say, because you can't serve two masters, because you have to choose between me or whatever else you would serve. That is why I'm telling you not to worry, because if you choose me, you will never have to worry. And as someone who deals with worry and who deals with deep, intense anxiety, I've shared my story before. That's one of the biggest struggles is anxiety. When I removed my idol and I say, Lord, I want you to be my God. I want you to be my master. I want to take my orders from you because he even says in Matthew 11, his commands are not burdensome. I feel like a lot of us, including myself for a majority of my faith journey, I thought God's commands were impossible, that he just wanted to weigh me down with a bunch of do's and don'ts. But Jesus says, my commands don't weigh you down. My commands are, are a light. My, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. He doesn't command a bunch of, of stuff that's going to wear us out and and make us um you know weary make us unhealthy that's religion's job which we talked already about on the podcast and again this is the last couple of verses i believe verses 28 through 30 in matthew 11 you can study for yourself jesus he's like come to me all who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest that's the kind of god that i want leading my heart because any other god will not make me healthy it will make me unhealthy it will make me double-minded and double-hearted if that's even a word I'm going to say it because it just shows like how you can become all these different kinds of people if the Lord isn't your God that's essentially what Ezekiel 11 is talking about in those two verses that we just read like we have to remove our idols every trace of our idols because if the Lord is our master and Jesus said himself we can't serve both if the Lord is our master we don't have to worry and if we just seek him if we just let him be the Lord of our life he will provide all of our needs he knows what we need before we even ask him and so for someone like me who worries or, or who deals with worry deals with anxiety to hear that when I make the Lord my God I don't have to worry 
that brings me peace and ultimately you guys that set me free and all of this just came from this past summer um, of just studying the importance of not having an idol being single-hearted a tender responsive heart is what the Lord wants to give but he can only give us that if we make him Lord of our lives removing every other idol so what I want to challenge you to do today, after you listen to today's To Be Hurt Tuesday, really think about what you're putting above the Lord, because whatever that thing is, that could be part of the reason why you're unhealthy. And I'm even just going to take a bold step and say, that is why you're unhealthy. I'm not saying that's the only reason why you're unhealthy. Of course, you have to go back to your past, all of that we discussed before on the podcast, but really take a look at the kinds of things you're worshiping, because we all worship something. And if it's not the Lord, there is a level of unhealthiness that that you will find in your heart that's just a biblical principle if the lord isn't your god there's going to be some unhealthiness there some stoniness some stubbornness but the lord once he becomes your god once you step into relationship with him you will find that he actually wants to give you a healthy heart again he made us to be human beings he doesn't expect you to be perfect he doesn't expect you to be a robot he wants you to be a human being but even more than that he wants you to be a healthy human being and the only way guys the only way that is possible is when you come into relationship with him meaning you make him lord over your life that is the only way if there was another way i'd tell you i'd make a to be hurt tuesday about it but this is ultimately the way to have a healthy heart to be a healthy individual it's by making the lord your god so please hear me today the lord loves you he loves you so much he died for you and then he rose again so that you can have new life and so that you can have a way out you can live a free life the free life is possible that we talked about uh we talk all about on the podcast in this third season the free life is possible through christ he bought your freedom for you he's so serious about you living a free abundant life that he he went ahead and paid for it he did something that we can never do and he paid the price he paid our debt now we don't we don't owe anything he paid it all and so i just want to encourage you in that truly get into your bible see what the lord is saying about you i'm really in a space right now where i'm just uh looking through the scriptures and seeing what the lord says about me and growing confident in that and believing in that um, because it's when i believe in him and we're going to talk about faith on the podcast but when I believe in him, I'm also healthy, like because I know what my father's saying and I don't have to entertain any other word or any other lie. I can just believe my father, my heavenly father, and let that tell the story. So I'm going to end today's To Be Her Tuesday. I could very well keep going, but um, I hope that this episode helped you. I hope that it gave you clarity and I hope it challenged you to remove any idol um, of, in your heart, anything that you put above God. I pray that this encourage, encourages you to remove that idol and make the Lord your God, your only God, so that you can have uh, a healthy heart, the kind of healthiness that he wants to give you. But um, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by rating this episode, leaving a review, follow and subscribe to To Be Heard Podcast on whatever listening platform you're tuned in on. Give To Be Heard Podcast a follow on Instagram so you can stay up to date with each and every episode. And you want to make sure you come back next week. I'll be sitting behind this microphone again for a brand new To Be Heard Tuesday right here on To Be Heard Podcast.